Dave dead? I think Dave is. He's given up. Dave quit. Yeah, you guys fucking done? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, I, I, are you guys happy with that? Are you guys fucking... Are you guys good with that 20 minutes of bullshit where you sounded like every other fucking podcast? You guys good with that? You didn't sound like a, hey, the, dark, the dark sessions weren't my idea, so don't call it every other podcast. We can go, we no, can go man, back to the old I, format. I hope you guys are really proud of that, and I want you to release this shit because I, I can't wait to hear the fucking comments about how you sound like every other fucking podcast of repetitiveness and bullshit <laughs> and fucking no structure. And That's what the dark episodes are. Don't get mad at me. I, I really fucking then, hope then you enjoyed you the, that. I really let's do. Let's do the legacy of Steve Austin right now if that bothers you so much. Whoa, Dave, calm down there, bud. We're just talking pro wrestling. Hey, everyone, Kez here with our wrestling podcast. And in today's episode, you get another dark match sessions. And just Dave and I go over the booking of Samoa Joe, unfortunately, uh, the way he's booked to lose every week. But we first open up the conversation and talk about the problems of 50-50 booking, primarily within WWE because they are the, uh, the culprits in this 50-50 booking atrocity. So join Jess, Dave, and Cuz as we talk. 50-50 booking, AEW, Samoa Joe, and more. This is episode 16, The Dark Match Sessions 3. I do have a little bit of structure, not much, stuff that we can just kind of build off of and, and go to town on. But the first thing we want to talk about, because it seems like things are changing, uh, and I know when this thing releases, it'll be a few weeks, so we'll see if it actually does change. But it feels like we're getting a little bit of change in the WWE universe. And we're going to talk about, because it's always something we joke about, and I know Cuz has probably this whole soundboard on standby. I'm sure we'll hear it. You book Samoa Joe to lose <laughs> every week. Uh, we're going to talk about eliminating 50-50 booking. It seems like it may be happening. We'll see if God, they revert back. Uh, yeah, we we all hope, right? So before we before we talk about eliminating that fifty fifty booking, Jess, can you can you explain what we're talking about the fifty fifty booking? Why it's terrible? Why it doesn't make sense for a storyline? Why are I, I would feel the WWE creative and writers are so frustrated? Uh, can you get into that a little bit? Yeah, fifty fifty booking is more or less like them not wanting a particular superstar to lose more than he wins, or vice versa. They feel like if I one superstar wins one week and then that same one loses the next, but then, you know, that'll create like a competitive environment and shows that anyone could win every week when, when really that like you're going against the formula of professional wrestling. When you do that 50, 50 booking is cancer and it's been running rampant in the WWE for at least five years. At least I, I, they've been doing it for a while now Um, with the exception of when Cena was on his run, Cena never lost, but that's, there's nothing wrong with that per se. I know half the crowd booed him and half the crowd cheered him. So people could debate me on that. And, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that argument, but, um, you, you gotta have certain people win a little bit more. Like for example, uh, if Goldberg was booked 50, 50 would Goldberg, would we even know his name or talk about him right now? No. If the ultimate warrior was booked that way, would we No. if Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was booked that way. Would we even talk about him now? No. Their character is based on that. So there are some, there. you know, you don't have to 50-50 book people. My example is recently where they had Ricochet win the U.S. title. Okay, great. He's a champion, right? Then the very next mm-hmm. night on Raw, they have him wrestle in a non-title match, which is a totally different annoyance of mine. Um, and then and then he loses to AJ Styles. Okay, the bookers are going to say, well, but it's AJ Styles, though, former champion. 
you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it, but but you don't you, you just hurt Ricochet. It's not about AJ. So you're taking someone you just put a belt on. You're supposed to make me think that belts are important and that you're actually caring about Ricochet, and then you make him lose to AJ, but then all of a sudden your your focus shifts. Well, it wasn't about Ricochet, it's about AJ. You know, he's AJ. That's why Ricochet lost. I mean, I'm like, right, okay, you just fucked yourself. Like, so that's I, I don't know if that even made any sense, but that's my basic example of 50-50 booking. And, and they do it, you know, all the time. They'll do it like a champion will lose in a non-title match, and then that will qualify the people who beat the champions in the non-title match to wrestle for the title. And then when they wrestle for the title, they lose. So it's like 50-50 booking. You're just trading wins back and forth for no reason. That's what 50-50 booking is. And I hope to God that they get rid of it on both shows. Um, I I don't know, you know, at, the, at this at the recording of this, we've only seen a small example of what the change might be. I hope, mm-hmm. I hope, but I mean, really, when you think about it, Ricochet wins the title at the pay per view. He loses to AJ, AJ, or sorry, uh, uh, yeah, he loses to AJ, and then he beats AJ. The you know the next Monday, granted, AJ turned heel and he had you know his buddies with him, but at the same time, like I don't know, that's still fifty fifty booking when you trace those last three weeks. Now it could start a positive trend after that, you know, you know, AJ lost and, you know, he, he fooled everybody and now he's got his friends watching his back. Okay, whatever. We'll see what happens, you know, but at the same time, mm-hmm. like that's still an example of 50, 50 booking ricochet wins, ricochet loses, ricochet wins. It just doesn't, I don't know. It's, it doesn't do any favors for the champion. Non-title matches. I, I guess we can lump into this too. Non-title matches are stupid. I hate that shit. They're just stupid. And it's just, it screams, desperation of we have to fill three hours and I'm just mainly speaking about raw here. We have to fill three hours and we don't know what else to do. And I know their talent roster is deep enough, right? Like, so and it makes it too predictable too. Like, you know what's going to happen when there's a non-title match. Oh, I know who's losing. You might, and you might as well lump in there. (laughs) You might, you might as well lump in there, you know, okay. At the pay-per-view, you know, KO is going to meet Kofi Kingston for the title, but this week they're tag partners. Like just, you might as well lump that shit in there because that's a different form of 50, 50 booking. They're trying to fool you. And uh, what it's, Oh God, like it's just stop it. Stop it. You know, I'll, I'll uh, I'll disagree with you a little bit on that. I mean, and we're going to talk about how we can make that a little bit better. Cause I, you know, we're going to talk about (laughs) prelim or enhancement talent in a minute. Cause that's on my list. Get a man. And I know you want to talk about it, Jess, but I do disagree just a little bit with that statement. And I'll tell you why. Um, and I know we talked about it briefly, you know, just over text and talking, but Samoa Joe <laughs> is the prime is. example of kind of how this podcast started and kind of where it lit and the fire went off. Um, and it's going to be the soundbite of all soundbites. It'll be the OG soundbite uh, that's not um, inside of this podcast. I think, I think cause will probably have it forever as you oh, Samoa gonna, Joe yeah. to lose every week, right? It's classic. So whatever the reason why that, the reason why that comes classic up, I know videos. like that. But the reason the reason why that doesn't that why that comes up all the time is because Joe's a prime example of a great wrestler, um, a particular heel, um, and you know should have wins at the right time. And Jess really discussed that, even though he was really angry about it, he discussed that in great detail and it made a lot of sense when we were just messing around. And the example is Joe has to win when he has to, and he has to win in order to make his pay-per-view match or his main event match against the champion or wherever he's wrestling relevant. If he loses every week, what's the point of him even wrestling, you know, a Hardy later on, you know, he's, he's losing every single week. Yeah. Sure. He might come out and coquina clutch somebody, you know, in a non, in a, in a non-match period. He doesn't even, he's not even wrestling. He just sneaks up on somebody. And Kofi actually made reference to that. Like you're too big to be playing hide and seek, bro, which I thought was kind of funny, but, um, you know, so what happened, you know, just to give anybody some perspective, 
uh, Joe actually wrestles in a six man tag, uh, you know, with Kofi in the new day. And there's a lot of distraction. A lot of things happen. And finally, Joe's the legal man and Kofi gets caught, you know, unaware and puts him in the coquina clutch and, and chokes him out. He's done. The champion got choked out by Samoa Joe. And now you're like, oh, shit, that can happen anytime, right? That's why you have to eliminate 50-50 booking. That's why your heel needs to get the right win at the right time. Now, if he loses on Sunday, okay, no big deal. Kofi came out. He's the better man. He wasn't distracted anymore, and he was able to take on Samoa Joe and beat him. And I'm fine with that personally. I don't have a problem with that. I don't care if Kofi's smaller than Joe or if I think Joe's better. Um, that makes sense to me in the realm of storyline. So that that's kind of where I disagree just a little bit. Just I know you probably want to touch base on it, or because you want to you want to come. Well, in no, I mean, that. well, what exactly do you, do you disagree with? You kind of prove my point. No, well, no, I was when you said when you said the the tag match with them was kind of. I thought you said the tag match with Joe and them was kind of another example of fifty fifty booking to protect them. No, no, that's I was what, just that's the only part to, I disagree with. To a generic like. How they've been doing it, like if so and so, if KO is going to wrestle Kofi at the pay per view, then like the week or two before, it'll be like they're going to face each other at pay per view. But this week, they're tag partners. Like it's like I'm. Done, oh, done that, with that part yeah. I misunderstood. Okay, and, and so so what you're saying and is Samoa Joe. So what you're saying is what they I, did. I do on... like what Samoa's doing. I agree with everything uh-huh. you said. <laughs> um, I do. I, I and I, I think they're doing it right. I mean, honestly, during Samoa Joe's recent U.S. title run, they they. They flirted with 50-50 booking, and they again yeah. it was with Rey Mysterio, but Ray, they were yeah. they were trying to sell yeah. you that it's Rey Mysterio. But I God, you know, I, just get away from all of that. How about how about this rule? How about any champions that are going into a pay per view and their challengers should not lose leading into that pay per view, which is basically like I a like three it. to four week period, right? They usually build the pay per view, you know, whatever. Pay-per-view. That's how it should be. Yeah, I mean, why why even have the challenger lose before or the champion at all? Uh, it doesn't make any hey, sense. Hey, like, hey Jess, I, I, I'll even I'll even take that another step. I know there's going to be exceptions to the rules, and they're going to try. No, I, I understand. No, no, no. I understand that. No, no, I'm with you. I'm I'm saying let's take it a step further. How about, it, with the exception of maybe the fact that they might interview and they might get in a scuffle or something like that, or they do a signing, they get into it, and you might see a few. Oh, big and moves. no more signings. They Go shouldn't. Ahead, they yeah, shouldn't. No more even, contract signings. Okay, okay, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. But I'm saying, like, with the exception of the, of the of the of the mic work where they might touch, they shouldn't even wrestle each other for that three. I agree period. with that as well. They should talk no, shit. No, yeah, I agree too. Yeah, yeah, they should talk shit and they should kick ass on everybody. They and, face, and maybe if they're facing someone they else, talk. they could come down and interfere. That's fine, or make their presence known. I'm fine with that. You got to tease. Yeah. You got to tease, baby. Well, as an example, you can have <clears throat> you can have Joe wrestle Big E. And to and beat Big E. Wow, that's oh he beat Big E. That's crazy, right? What's he gonna do to Kofi? I'm not saying that shit. Or that yeah, should or happen, you want to get uh, fucking you, fruity? Like, yeah, like, you know, I'm gonna beat each member of the New Day on my way to beating you at the pay per view because then Kofi's gonna get involved somehow. That's fine. Fine. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. What is wrong with that? I, I think I think that would be great. I think that's an easy way to do it. And by the way, Big E and, and um, gosh, you know who? Hey, Brian. Who? D. Brian. Who? I'm just saying, like those, those guys Woods. right now currently have nothing really big going on in the realm of a title picture. Oh, if they Xavier. lose a match like that, I thought you were yeah, Xavier the match. Woods. Like, what's what's really the point? Uh, I'm sorry, not the point. What's really the harm in them losing to Samoa Joe on the way to a pay per view title match? I think that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. And, and if you want to protect him a little bit, make it a heel victory. No big deal. Have him put his foot on the ropes. Have him get someone to interfere. 
I don't care. You know, like all the interference that's been going on for these heel victories are great. I love when they get a little heel cheat win. It's awesome. You protect your face a little bit if you have to go that route, like a Saturday, like a main event or Saturday. Yeah, event, no, I, I'm fine with Joe. I don't think Joe should be a flat out cheater, though. I mean, I know what you're saying. I'm not directly like, yeah. but, but I mean, um, and I'm not directing it at Joe. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, like Joe, Joe's somebody Joe who is a dominant monster. Yeah, Joe's somebody should be a yeah. dominant monster. And if the champion goes over on Joe, that should be reminding you how good the champion yeah. is. In other words, like yep, exactly. if Joe gets beat, Kofi might get lucky and flip him over if he's in the choke into like the back cradle or whatever and pin him. But that's okay because that means the champion's good and crafty. I'll accept that. I love it. Like I don't mm-hmm. think Joe should ever flat out cheat. I'm not saying you said that. I'm just saying in general. Like, I don't think sure. Joe should ever flat out cheat, which, again, is a trap that we, that WWE could fall in. And they have in the past where they make big, more than capable monsters cheat to win. You don't need yeah, that. Like, that. you just don't. The yeah. capable monster. Like why, should, why would Strowman have to cheat? Yeah, right? Strowman or, should beat the shit out of well, anybody. But if you're going to have him lose to the champion and not win the title, when he's a heel, then he's he is the it, guy yeah. that's going to to show that the champion is a champion. He has a heart of gold. He could beat anybody and that's fine. And then you'll still be able to recover the heel after why? Cause you had him dominate all up until then. Yes, he did lose to the champion, but if you have a good champion now, now again, now I'm getting off on a tangent. Now, again, if you have a, a face champion, that's not really getting over with the crowd or being half booed and half cheered and he beats a dominant monster coming up, that may not be the best formula because you know, like you, you got to get a champion like Kofi that everybody's behind and they never boo. So if he, if Joe did that, imagine if Joe beats Big E and then he beats Xavier Woods <clears> in the next week or beats Woods first and then Big E and then all that stuff. And then he goes into the pay-per-view, but he beats him. He dominates him pretty good, you know, because it, it's all about Kofi at this point. It's all about Kofi versus Joe. Who I, I know the Internet fans are going to be like, but Big E should get his own push. OK, fine, fine. But it's not happening right now. So stop talking about it like. Correct. And stop saying I agree and stop with that saying Biggie should turn heel on Kofi. Right I'm tired of that too. Um, like yeah. it, because first of all, it's way too predictable. Secondly, like now it is, yeah. Biggie mm-hmm. has way too much charisma to be a heel. He is so funny <laughs> and likable, and that's what you should milk out of him. You should not want Biggie to turn heel ever, ever. He's that good and he's that charismatic that what all you're gonna do if you turn him heel yeah. is eventually his personality is gonna end up coming out and they're gonna cheer him as heel and you don't want that. So like people who want Biggie should get his run, he should be heel. Negative. He should turn against Kofi. No. If you want to kill Biggie, yes, have him do that. And if you want Biggie to get out of his contract when he when it's up and go to AEW, yes, have him do that. But honestly, if you want him to be successful in this company, you should not want him heel and you should not want him turning against Kofi. That's the dumbest thing you can do. Because he's not, and all that being, because he's I not a heel. Just because, just because he's big, he's not a heel. Braun Strowman's a heel. No, no. Braun Strowman's a heel. That Braun, Braun should be. Biggie is well, not yeah, a heel. He he's be, a face. Exactly. If you just looked at Biggie, maybe you would think he's a heel. But dude, the guy has more charisma than Kofi, and Kofi's super charismatic. Like so. Yeah. I agreed. mean, fucking Biggie is your fucking future face. It's written all over him, and you know. I know I, got I feel eventually. I know I got off on a tangent, but God, I'm, I've heard it enough on like chat sites. And you're you're going to get so mad, but oh, you know, I feel Biggie, uh, Biggie, Biggie has potential to be like your Brock Hogan. Well, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> well, hey. 
He's amazing, bro. He's no, he incredible. is great. I love him. I, I think Biggie, I, I mean, just, I think he's so charismatic. Why the fucking fuck would you turn him heel ever? Like, I don't, God, the guy gets out and he bounces he, his titties and shit. He, he wears shirt with cleavage. <laughs> like, he cuts cleavage out of his shirts on purpose. He's great. Like, yeah, it's fucking God, funny. he's so funny. And But he, he's great on the mic. He's charismatic. Like, he's, he's yeah. funny to watch. Why would you heal that? Because if you heal that, he's going to have to be the quiet, stoic heel. Well, and the only know, reason why I, I make that comparison you, you want, is because... You want titty moving he, to go away for I, Kofi this Sunday. He has, that's all they're going to make him I, do. I get it. That's all but he, the, the comparison is there. He has the Hogan charisma and he has the Hogan size, but he even, quite frankly, works a little bit better than Hogan. I mean, Why are you comparing you know, frankly, him to Hogan? A little I don't understand why you're comparing Hogan. You know? Stronger. Um, I'm not saying he's Hogan... You better. know, on the whole level of Hogan, can't you choose a different that, wrestler than I'm just, Hogan? I'm just saying, you know, brother, we're gonna get brother, people are gonna get mad at us again brother, for brother, talking brother, about brother. Hogan, but he's got that size and he's got that mic work, and people, like you said, they love him and they would never turn on him, bro. They would never. That's turn what I'm on, saying. If you force him heel, it's gonna be like when they turn Becky heel. The crowd will actually cheer. Maybe not against Kofi because people legitly like Kofi, but I mean, like people, people will be mad at first to Big E, but then what do you do after that? I'm not saying if Big E yeah. turns on Kofi, yes, you're gonna get a gasp from the crowd. You're gonna get like the quiet, like shock, like you know they're gonna get all the face captures of all the fans looking shocked, like when Undertaker. Yeah, don't blow the load. Yeah, but then, you know but then after you know that, what, that, what are you gonna make Kofi or what are you gonna make Big E do? I, I I don't know. Like you're gonna bury all of his charisma for what? Just so he could look cool against Kofi or look like a major heel against Kofi? It's only gonna work for a little bit. He's your face, man. Like he is separate him from Kofi if you want to put him on a different brand fine but just use his charisma I mean Paul Heyman's got to figure something out with this guy right yeah like, I'm sure I, he I, will. I they will they will I, they'll figure it out I think he Paul has uh, the charisma and you know like you said great on the mic I feel like you know he he can get a really good run in as a baby face for a yeah. long time and whenever people start to feel that runs you know stale he has enough talent to turn that he when you know if he yeah. eventually does to right. be like that you know cocky, yeah be, like be that a rock, successful rock heel, yes Develop like your character rock. first. Be, be a good heel, be a good face first, and then you're right. At the end, you could turn him heel, like in in months yeah. or years from now. When it runs dry, yeah, when yeah. that face runs yeah. dry though. You you gotta yeah, exhaust you it to the furthest point. Yep. You know who's stuck in that heel vortex? But then there's other guys. Not not to cut is, you off, Dave. But there's other guys that you should start up as a heel first because they really don't know how to perform. Like, yeah. And you want to kind of get them in that heel groove first, and then once they become a heel, like Rocky Maivia, he was a face first and he sucked. And then yeah. they made him heal, yeah. and then he realized his voice. And then after he got popular, like they were like, "Fuck, we got to turn this guy face." Like he, so I mean, you know, yeah. you know who did that too when they made that mistake and turned them heel? Who? The New Day. Same yeah, well, yeah. they totally failed at first. Yes. They did. Yes. People forget that. Well, they did. You're absolutely right. They flopped really bad. Actually, they were considering breaking him up. I'm sure. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, turned them heel, and then but then they, they started doing funny shit. Gone. I think I think all three guys were like, "eh," and then afterwards, I think they. They kind of maybe got the car blanche. It's always when something fails is when Vince is like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, and then so they do it and then pe- people start responding and Vince is like, I knew it. I knew this. Xavier would work. said like, they uh, they presented their. Yeah. What they envisioned as mm-hmm. a group together and presented the idea. And they said, yeah, like, go with it. You know, because yeah, and, that, the, and then you're good. You're good. Heel, that, like the rock was a was a great heel for a second. And then after a while, people are like, how is he not a face? Like, and even yeah. the people in the back, were like, oh, how the fuck's him. this yeah. guy on a face? He's fucking great. Like, I mean, it, the people are cheering for him anyway. Like I said, when I saw a house show with the rock in, yeah. in late 87 and uh, he was mm. already being huge. Like, and then I saw him again at the beginning of 98 
Um, like he was a heel in both cases. I think it was ni- the 98 show. It was really apparent and it was a house show and it was like fucking sold out. Cause WWE was getting hot in 98 and, um, yeah. and his music hit and the pl- yeah. the place went nuts. And then the second he walked out, it's like, we were the ones in character. We started booing him because we knew like the more you boom, he's going to be fucking funny. So of course he gets on the fucking mic and he's just like, I don't know why you guys are booing me. It's not my fault that you guys live in a bunch of trailer park trash. Like, and he's just going off on us and we're laughing. But then we boo because we're like, oh, he'll do more. He'll do more. And then he does it, you know, yeah. keeps going again. And like, he just kept getting on the mic throughout the match too. And like, just making fun of the crowd. And I'm like, God, like, like he had us in character. That's how good he was. And that's how over he was is that he, we, we, I mean, when you heard, if you smell what the rock is cooking, I mean, the place went fucking nuts. Like, and then the second he came out, it was like, oh, fuck, we got to boom. We got to boom. Cause like, he's so funny when you boom. Like, so it, it, for a while, he worked as a heel. And then they were just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, he's getting cheered everywhere now. You know, it's time to go ahead and put him over and make him face. But like, that's the, you got to play with that. With Biggie, again, going back, you're going to make a mistake if you turn him heel first because. I, we already know his charisma now. The Rock, we didn't know before. He was the shitty Rocky Maivia. The, yeah, hey, guys, I dropkick someone. <laughs> oh, like, you so know, bad. yeah, and here's yeah. a droppy kicky, and here's a little arm drag. Those blue fucking ribbons. On yeah, the you know, so he needed this. But Big E is showing us the contrary. He's so funny. I swear, like, even when you just watch him in the background, he's, like, wiggling his hips and closing his eyes and shit. Like, he's so fucking yeah, funny. Just, yeah. And I'm like, God, he's so Always good. Always yeah, he's in, always in my mind, I, I I could be wrong, but in my mind, if you turn him heel, worst thing you could do. That's just me. So right so now, I want to yeah. I want to try to turn it a little bit different. Xavier um, Woods, okay. Before, you want to experiment with Xavier? Sounds good. Turn him heel. I mean, and yeah, I don't mean do that. I, I think fine. he's talented yeah, he, too. He'd be like, I'm always the guy that gets looked well, over. I, yeah, I think fine. he's you talented too. I like Xavier, but you know what? It's he's. To me, if you're weighing the new day out, he's third. And I don't mean that to be rude because he's funny on the trumpet. He, they all get along really good. They all contribute well. But if you want to do that with him, do that with him. Don't do that with Biggie. Okay, let's shift it real quick. Do you think that uh, when we talk about that, vor- that vortex being stuck in it on that heel vortex and needs to be churned, do you think that Kevin Owens is in that conversation right now? Because it seems really weird what they're doing with him. Like, I don't know if they're attempting to turn him or – because he's he's just in that weird void where I love Kevin Owens by the way everything he does um, you'll watch him on SmackDown this week he ends up challenging yeah, Shane McMahon and which is weird but then he wrestles a heel match and but then he beats the shit out of Dolph he gives him a stunner and people but people love Kevin Owens no matter what he does even though he is quote unquote the heel is it time to turn him is it is it perfect where he they're, is they, they, they only turned him they're heel turning. because Daniel Bryan got injured. After Mania, mm, so they needed a heel yeah. to go after Kofi. I, I I saw him when he was in Pro Wrestling Gorilla live, and he was great. Yeah, we did. Kevin Steen was great, and, and we saw Sami Zayn as well. Thought, yeah, yeah, he was El Generico, and um, yes. and like they were both great. But I mean, Kevin Steen was like so good. Um, everything he does is good. However, when you get on the big scale with cameras and hard cameras and trying to get your character across television, it's a different world than when you're in an indie arena. And I don't mean that against him. I, he hasn't found his voice yet. Um, I, I think I think he's a natural heel, and I think that you got to let him rest there. I, I really do. Yeah. I know people want to cheer him, but you could do a lot with Kevin Owens and get him to get booed. He's got that that hateability. He has this face that you want to punch sometimes, and like, and I think that the fact that he's a little round and he's not in shape, I think you can play off that. Yeah. Not a lot. I don't want to body shame him because I don't think that's good for anybody. 
you know, even if I know they're just fucking around and they're just trying to get a reaction out of people, I think that's cheap heat. But I mean, like he's 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 a heel, so he needs to talk about his own body and he needs to fuck with people and he needs to do a lot of that stuff. I mean, I know WWE is always like, yeah, on- I might I might have a round, but look at you fat slobs out here in Pittsburgh or something like that, right? You know, so, yeah, well, like uh, Dolph Ziggler, the exchange that, that they had was Ziggler's like, uh, you know, something about, said something to him about a, a, with the hot, yeah, dogs? hot dog eating oh contest, and he said, well, at least I would win a hot dog eating contest. You lose all your matches. So I mean, like that's funny, but at the same time, like yeah, that's what he needs to do. Now it looks like they are turning him face again. What I can tell but you, you're I, ripping it on the hill. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. They're turning him. Yeah. What I can tell you right now is what I hate is the stunner. Why the fuck did anybody say? Yeah, I don't know. Use why. a stunner. Do not. Why would you why want would you? to draw attention to a better era than what you're in right now, or a better wrestler? Because you know, I'm not getting a pair of Stone Cold against KO because we all know he's going to win that. Uh, Hulk, Hogan, sure. Hulk Hogan will. Um, so, oh no. <laughs> so I mean, like, uh, why would you even do that? Why would you give him <laughs> brother, a finisher brother, brother. to where every time he hits it, you're like, Stone Cold? Why? I I don't understand that. I mean, am I missing something? Like, how the fuck is that solid business or a good decision? The only thing I, that you're missing, and it doesn't mean it makes sense, is that Stone Cold had to give the blessing on it. And so, if anybody's going to use my move, it's going to be Kevin Owens. Did he? And it's like, okay, well, I, but did he though? Should. I mean, we're saying that he must, but did he? Did, did WWE really yeah, give no, a shit? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't. I, I, I mean, I just can't see. I can't see. Him well, why would because if that if they got permission, what they something would, about it. If they got permission and they because when he came back, he was face. If I'm not no, he didn't. When he came back, he was healed because he never brought got injured. So I don't know. Like you would think he was face for like a you week. You would think but they would do a really vignette cool. where yeah, Austin's yeah. like, you know what? It's time to pass all my boo. Like you would think that they would do that because considering, but I don't think. Let me so. give it to this fat piece of shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, it's weird. It's all weird. I don't think they got the machine. That's like, why. That's why I want to. Even if they did, about the heel even void, if they Kevin did, it's Owens like when Flair gave the figure four to the Miz. Who gives a fuck? I don't want to see you do a move that reminds me of anyone that's better than you. So whenever the Miz yeah. and I like the Miz, I'm a fan of the Miz, sure. But like when I see the Miz use the figure four, I'm like, I'm you're reminding me of the pretty much the greatest wrestler of all time. So change your finisher. Naya uses a leg drop. You know, <laughs> and his skull crushing Kofi finale is fantastic. Double leg drop, well, if bro. anybody used oh, a leg sorry. drop as a finisher, you would think of Hogan. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, I don't know. Braun Strowman, you're going to drop the leg down. Why? I don't want when people hit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, or you get big boot and leg drop. Why would you give that to anybody? Like, you know, trust me, it's good. Uh, we're going to pass it on to you. No, I don't. I, I'd be like, it worked no. very well in 84, brother. So why why they would give it to Owens or Owens even want to use it is fucking beyond me. I, I have no clue. It's like anybody yeah, besides Natalia using the sharpshooter for a finisher. Don't do it. Why would you ever do that? Like sweet chin music. Why? Like why? Yeah, even no if you're way. good at it, even if you're talented, like I don't want to be reminded of someone who's from an era that reminds me of God. Wrestling used to be really good, didn't it? Like, and that's what I think. Every time I see the stunner, I'm like, God, I miss Austin. You do? Do you? Really- or Seth using the pedigree? Why? I well, like I mean, it. he did it when he was a heel. I get it because Triple H was like his manager, blah, blah, blah. But you're He's right, though. You're, but that's a great example. You're totally right. You're trying to be, build Seth on his own person. And then he hits the pedigree. I'm like, uh, Triple H. Like, you know, what I mean, why? why <laughs> Guess what? They, they brought back the curb stop anyway. Right. True. Hey, which is ah. fine. Use the curb stop. If that's your finisher, that's, yeah, you, that's right. fine. So anyway, I don't even know how we got on KO. I mean, I kind of do what I don't. No, I asked the question because we were talking about the 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 heel. He's, and the a, he's a natural when, heel. When you should leave him as a heel um, until he really dominates and owns heel. Like, and, I, and I'm sure he's done a lot. I'm sure people are going to be like, actually, uh, in PWG, he was a heel. He went to Ring of Honor. He was a hell of a face, Jess. Okay, cool. He was a hell of <laughs> he was a hell of a face in front of about oh 300 God. people. That's awesome. 
And uh, he was also a face on a stream that probably got like 50,000 views, maybe. That's awesome as well. But now he's on the stage where even with low ratings, they still get millions of viewers. So you have to translate yourself <laughs> differently. So and, good and they're job, not Mick Foley, son, Road Dog, Goldust, or good, whatever the fuck wrote that. Yeah, good man. fucking whoever's back there, like whatever, whoever <laughs> you're hiring at this point to try to like turn shit around. Good job, like you know, like I, I just don't know who the fuck would be like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> fucking microphone pissed me off. I think it's the. <laughs> I'm pretending it's the Bookers right now. I'm gonna fucking strangle the shit out of them. Uh, like just fucking, fucking like great. just get your head out of your ass for a minute. God All damn right. it. Well, let's shift it over. Let's shift it. Over. There's something that we wanted to talk <laughs> about and. Something where this could totally eliminate that 50-50 booking. Oh, Let's just shift it. And, and Je- Jess brought up a good point before we good came job, online. Good job, Dewey Foley. Is that um, his name? We, and we talk about this, and we've seen it here and there. You bring out a new tag team that they're trying to push, and what's the first thing they do? They give them what, what we call as kids. We call them prelims, right? We call them local talent oh. or enhancement talent. And this is where I think Jess is really going to dig in because – this could eliminate so many freaking. Give problems. me the you book, Dave. A, you give, can pick up a Jack Holt for five hundred bucks champ, a night. Tag me in for a month, and I will show you how prelim wrestlers will change your fucking life. Like you know, it all. Tell me about I, it. I get, I get that television changed from when the syndicated shows were going on. That's when they did all the prelims, right? Wrestling Challenge, Superstars of Wrestling, blah blah blah. But every, but but the art form is not lost, right? They would bring prelim wrestlers out, and they started to when they. Hit the reset button a while ago. Isn't it fucking funny how many fucking times it did the goddamn fucking reset button? WCW. So like it's this WWE has been for the past five years is fucking WCW. It's just taking them a long time to die because you have investors that'll invest billions in you. Anyway, so like you you fucking the prelim is such the key right now to like softening your booking and getting you a chance to think. Right? Okay. So every Saturday morning we'd watch wrestlers and they'd be in a feud. Whatever, whoever, whoever you want to pick right now. But every week they would come out on Saturday morning wrestling or wrestling challenge and they would beat prelims. It's not just that, well, we all knew who's going to win. What's the fun in that? The fun is, let me tell you what the fucking fun is, Mr. Internet fuck. Um, The fun is, (laughs) is that you could actually see their offense and what their finisher is. Again, what's what's Kurt Hawkins' finisher? I don't know. Nobody knows. It's a fun game to play. It's called what's his finisher. Nobody fucking knows. You should know his finisher, even if he's like a mid-card guy or lower mid-card. What was Coker Beware's finisher? The fucking Ghostbuster, which is a brain buster. Um, Or he would do the dropkick off the top rope. How do I know that? Because he fought prelims, even though Coco lost to everybody under the sun on pay-per-views or anything that was important. He always beat prelims. So I know his finisher because he would beat the prelims. It was just showing him off. So even if you didn't want him to beat a big star, but he was going to fight, let's say, Hercules at the next pay-per-view. Obviously, Hercules is a little bit bigger of a star and you want Hercules to go over. But you're going to have Coco beat prelims a couple weeks leading up to that match to show Coco's what the shit. Oh, fuck. If Coco hits him with a dropkick off the top rope, I don't know if Hercules can fucking get up from that. You just want a little doubt, a tiny doubt. And then that way, when Hercules beats him, you're like, okay. I mean, I I thought the Hercules is going to beat him, but you got to see Coco shit before. So you got to kind of know it made the match right. Yeah, you got to know what to watch out for, right? And all that stuff. So so prelims are important. They did when they when they did the whole brand split again, they did for a while, but they only did it with Braun Strowman because they found uh uh what's his name? El Elmsworth what's the fuck is his name? The fucking one that Ellsworth? Yeah. Like they kind of knew that they were gonna make him. He kind of caught on. People started laughing at him because he had no jaw and he looked retarded. And so people were like, Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> like, and so they put it in there. But prelims are not there. I'm kind of retarded. I'm kind of retarded. Uh, uh, so uh, that's very offensive. I'm you off. <laughs> so I'm doing all the sound effects because fuck your board. I don't need that shit. So um, 
So like, yeah, so they did that and then they started like, you know, making him a character. Look, you, you don't need to make prelims characters. That wasn't what their point was. Right. And then they slowly stopped after that. Like, you know, uh, Nia Jax also. So Braun Strowman was the male. They were feeding prelims for a while. And Nia Jax was the female. They were feeding prelims for a while. Okay. And then they stopped doing that. But you can't tell me that build Nia Jax to a little bit more of a monster rather than 50, 50 booking her. Like, you know, you got to kind of see, you got to see her beat some prelims and do all of her moves. So you kind of knew what to watch. What's her signature? What's the finisher like that? I mean, so before like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins won, the tag titles their thinking was have him win him out of nowhere what a surprise woo no like have they should have just had him on raw matter. for no reason like before beating some prelims so oh you know they're a team now by the way and the announcer could play it up hey guys they're a team now here you go and you know they beat a couple prelims and so you believe they could actually win a match even if they're fighting broomsticks they're, they're you see them win matches it's important to see that so then when they lose you're just like well i did kind of think that they would lose but like they i know what their finishers are i know who they are i know who they're all about but and if they win wow i'm even more surprised because i did see them i know what their finishers are i kind of know what they're about and they fucking won like that's cool too like so you have there's prelims can do so many things for you am i even being clear on this explanation like i just feel like it's so and even like super like even big stars like you don't you're not really doing anything with roman have roman come out and crush a prelim on smackdown for no reason why not fucking 30 seconds he runs out there he looks at the guy he fucking, like a badass yeah he fucking comes out superman punches him or spears him and then beats him and you're done and then he gets on and cuts a promo real quick you know hey, I'm, I'm ready for you drew i'm fucking ready and he doesn't say fuck i wish he would say fucking but like you know just be like i'm ready for you drew you know whatever like that's a point now you've eaten up like five minutes right because he has his entrance he gets in there he beats a prelim in like 60 seconds uh the heels will hit him with their uh, a good move and then pull him up before three count right and fuck with you a little bit and put him back down try to pin him pull yeah. him up again so you know there's so many different personality traits you could show of these stars who they are like you know what what kind of asshole they are if they're a heel or what kind of you know good guy they are like you know how good of a wrestler they are if they're a face that they could do with prelims there's so many different things and if you don't have more importantly if you don't have anything specifically for this face or heel right now instead of 50 50 booking them because i just want to keep them on tv but i don't know what to do with them have them beat prelims for a couple weeks for no reason so you keep them relevant with the fans you keep them like in shape, like in ring shape, you know, like yeah. they're actually beating Before people, on the TV but you're showing off their offense, you know, and even if you have, you know, like Dolph Ziggler, instead of wishing him away for a while, I'm sure he's filming stupid movies and shit, but I mean, like, you know, instead of whisking, him, have him come back and just beat some prelims. Like then you get to know Ziggler again. He does his finisher, like instead of bringing him back just to lose to Kofi, which is fine. I would not expect him to beat Kofi, but like you bring him back to just show him again. Oh yeah, that's fucking Ziggler. Like he's good, man. Like he's really good. I don't know what the harm of that. And you're and you're trying to get through a three hour fucking Monday Night Raw. How you can use all the help yeah. you can get. You got three prelim matches. That's it. Spread throughout the three hours. Throw nope. away the toilet comedy shit and yes. put that in there. Yes. Or Absolutely. Whatever. Fucking toilet humor. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. imagine what you could do with Good the job, finishers, with the finishers of the Viking Raiders or, you know, catching a zigzag real clean. Uh, seeing clean finishers, great movements from these guys that should be dominating a local talent. The things that you can see and how easy it would be to just go, oh my gosh, look how spectacular this! Well, Ricochet is a perfect is example, right? Showcases their talent. Rick, Ricochet, exactly. how do you, how would you typically book Ricochet? He gets beat down by the heel, so the heel could get all kinds of heat on him during the match, and then Ricochet will pull through at the end and beat him. That's fine. That's fine and all, but like, yeah, the the main thing that you're going to do is you're going to have Ricochet lose most of the match because he's a tiny guy, and for the most part, he's going to be fighting bigger guys who are going to beat the shit out of him. 
Would you rather do that all the time or would you rather every now and then have him just beat the shit out of a prelim so you could see everything he does? Not just all yeah, everything he does, everything he does. And so, like, yeah. I would rather see that a couple weeks here and there, even if he's U.S. champion and he's, you know, you know, honky didn't wrestle on superstars of wrestling. Of course he did. Macho Man, when he was IC champion, of course he wrestled. Warrior beat prelims all the time. Like when he was Intercontinental oh, yeah. Champion all the time. I think the only one that didn't was like Hogan. And when Savage became champion, they barely had him on. But I mean, like, it does like Warrior. Because you didn't put your champion on TV like that. They, they, they even did like, a thing Rock where Warrior do. would be Intercontinental Champion. He would run down and beat the prelim so fast he never took the belt off. Like, you know, but it's funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was the Warrior. And so he went in and it's killed people, great. you know, like, Jesus. And everybody that Goldberg nope. faced, by the way, you know, like Jerry Lynn, fucking, uh, you know, all these little shit people that nobody cared about, Goldberg would beat. That was the prelim of the day for him. Look at what they did with Goldberg. Pretty much everyone that he faced was a prelim, you know, unless he faced a big yeah. name and he still beat them for too. For months. But I mean, like, yeah, for months, like Jerry Lynn, uh, you know, Ming, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, come on. you could. I'm not trying to rip on Ming's legacy. He's a great wrestler, but like Ming was fucking low card. Yeah. He was low card and, you know, so and they would also use him a little bit like Ming super tough. Can Goldberg beat him? Oh, yep. About 30 seconds later, he did the same thing. Like, you know, so it's like it's (laughs) just but they would have Goldberg beat everyone as prelims. So if you have no problem doing that, you should get actual prelims in to do it. Like and then the lower talent that aren't Goldberg like, you know, you still got to show again. I can't say it enough. You got to show their character and show their moves. It's going to work, especially because it's the WWE. You know, the WWE is the biggest and, you know, we got to say it. Number one wrestling company in the world by you know the size Why do you gotta of it say it just, they are it is they are so, number one but yeah but, but if they did the prelims you know that's kind of giving you the perception like you're supposed you should be able to believe that even their mid and low card guys are better than any guy in any other independent company out there yep and, yep. and them beating prelims and killing them in 30 seconds that would like further give you that perception and that wow these guys are the best even their low card guys could probably beat up like this ring of honor guy their champion or something you know yeah. So yeah, that that the I mean, it would solve so much. It would solve it's time crucial, problems, and you know, you're you're fucking racing to get to a commercial break. Well, don't fucking yeah. insult my intelligence with a shittily put together two it's out of three. Have falls a five match. minute prelim match instead. Yeah, do, do, yeah, yeah don't insult my intelligence with a shitty two out of three falls, falls match. You fucking put a prelim match out there. Like, I mean, because then you could be like, okay, we have three minutes before the commercial. Be down to the ring in sixty and fucking be done with your theme music playing before the commercial. Okay, you got it. No problem. Like, you know, Braun Strowman going out there and just handicapping the shit out of people. Like, you know, yeah. it's fine. How did they build fucking Ryback? Prelims, right? Yeah, All the time. They did. And it worked. And it worked. I don't care what people say. It did. If you really think back to the time before he lost to Mark Henry, before they fucked him over and had that shit ending with Mark Henry at WrestleMania, he was actually really over. People were, do you remember that segment when Punk was champion and like, I don't remember who they were kind of making it a mystery of who Punk's partner or uh, opponent was going to be the next week. And then he oh, turned dude, the around and, and, and Ryback walked in like the room and the crowd went nuts because he was undefeated. He was just like a simple like Goldberg warrior hybrid. And like, I mean, it worked. You could say whatever you want about how what happened to Ryback. They were but, doing the right thing right there. Yeah. But then when they booked him 50 50 and they tried to do all that other stupid uh, shit, Ryback's uh, stock dropped. Like, so God, they made him a monster off prelims. Like Lars, they did try it with, but like, I don't, they, they didn't do it right. They uh, the Lucha party. Who fucking cares? Oh yeah. With all that like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and a lot of people, so and dumb. once it broke out that he did racist text so a long time ago or racist messages or whatever he did, like, I think, I think that kind of killed him in the water, but I mean like, you know, without well, an injury. Yeah, yeah. And then injury on top of it too. But yeah, if you fucking just had Lars out there just beating prelims straight up for a while and not putting him there because Lucha party, they're kind of names. So don't, do it like just do prelims former 10 motherfuckers me fucking 
fucking me. Beat me. Like, yeah. you know, people that have no relevance fat gut, to the, fucking to tasty the, uh, white company. fucking beat me. Like, you know, and like, that's fine. Yeah. Just let him get, let people see what's his finisher. What's his uh, specialty moves leading up to the finisher. What is his, you know, yeah. Give him a little shit. Like, you know, he hits his finisher. He pulls the guy up after two and he's like, no, 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 not yet. Like, that's just a nice heel move. You can kind of use to get people thinking the way you want them to think about this guy. Like sure. it's, it's so, especially if they have to stretch it, they can. Pull, I'm they not can saying it's play. easy. Hey, I've never ran stretch. my own wrestling company. Right, this whole podcast is on our perspective as fans. But like, it's easy in the sense of we've seen this work over and over and over again. And instead of them doing it, they're like, no, we'll do fifty fifty hmm? booking. Why? Like, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. It's it's right in front of your fucking face. You have time problems. If I wanted to stretch time and try to make a three-hour show be interesting, that's what I would fucking do. I'd make sure that everybody he, knew my character's finishers and their little quirks and their little, you know, their uh, uh, signature poses and shit. Like, just get, you know, just got, it's so easy. So easy to do. And just, just to kind of finalize that up, I think it would cut down on injuries. I think it would make things easier. I think there would be less um, uh, stress. You know, and the morale of the locker room would pick up because guys are picking up victories and they feel like, hey, no matter what, at least I'm being built up. I'm not losing all the time or I'm not I'm not going back and forth with nothing. Makes maybe sense. the general They've point, something maybe funny. the general point we should be arguing is that wins matter and they should start mattering again. Wins and losses matter. Yeah, they just do. They yeah, do. They do. And, the prelim, and the prelims help with that. JR said it on, assist. you know, because he does this podcast with with uh, Conrad called Grillin' JR. And he said yeah. it. uh he was talking about a particular story and he was actually being shitty towards Vince. And he was like, you know what, Mr. Sports Entertainment, whether you like it or not, you're in the professional wrestling business and you always will be. And that is so true. So it's anytime, Mr. Fact. Entertainment, that you want to fucking think that you're bigger than what you are, which is a professional wrestling company, that's when you get into trouble. And you've gotten into major ratings trouble and attendance trouble. So if you don't see it, oh, maybe you are old, bro. Maybe you got to fucking move over. Like, what do you... But- Hmm. Oh, I was going to ask a question. What do you think about, uh, because it it, kind of relates along those terms, uh, pro wrestling, you know, JR's old school. He, he'd rather it, you know, be referred to as I don't pro even wrestling. Know. I don't even, I hate the phrase old school, you know, like I, Jim well, Cornette, you know what I mean though? Pro Jim wrestling. Cornette is, he does come across as like this rickety old man, Jim Cornette, but he's not, his principles are not far off from what should be happening. I mean, it's funny that people want to shit on Jim Cornette and say, Oh, you're just old school, oh, dude, but, but I don't know what, what's today's sure. wrestling doing? What, what, is, yeah, you could say AEW is hot or whatever and blah, 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 but that's a backlash of what WWE is not doing for people, right? Like with, isn't that, isn't that fair to say? So you can call sure. Jim Cornette old school all you want to, and I know I'm, I know you just said that phrase because I'm not talking to you. But I mean, like you can call Jim Cornette or Jim Ross old school all you want to, but like they were talking about times of oh, remember when wrestling made a lot of money? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And so that's all they're trying to say. Yeah, Jim Cornette's a little fuddy duddy with fucking Joey Ryan and all that stuff, whatever. But um, but at the same time, like he's not old school. That's a, it's not a bad word to me. It's just a dumb phrase because everybody's got to be. That's what yeah. I, I I look at it as positive. Well, when it comes to pro wrestling, because I love when it's prefer or referred to as pro wrestling, pro yeah. wrestlers. It it, it works. Sports emulation. Yes. it worked. It made tons of money. Like you know, so you, yeah, the yeah. There were times where like that. you know they they were out of tune with the audience, like in the mid nineties when the fucking plumbers and the ninjas and the all the tatankas and all that were there. Like I get it, you know, like they kind of lost touch, but but as long as you don't ever lose like that that ki- I hate to say it, it's a fucking lame word, kayfabe. Like, you know, and all that. I think Paul Heyman released a, a press release last week when he, you know, finally talked about his new position is that I think people see behind the curtain way too much and he's right. Like it's but that yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. back to old school. 
casual, if you want to call it that, because like it, it you just well, it's just pro wrestling done right. Yeah, fuck. Like, I mean, I don't. Yeah, you know, sometimes the Christian Bale shit will leak, or sometimes like you know they'll show you pictures of how the Avengers are really just acting in front of a green screen. But I don't want to see too much of that, right? I want to see the fucking movie, and that's all yes. I want. I mean, like you know, yeah, we watch the making I'll trash of your because, fucking lights. You know, maybe on a DVD release to promote the DVD sales, they'll be like, yeah, enjoy the making of. Fine, sounds good. But wrestling doesn't have to be like that. I know we make movies, pal, but like we don't really need to show behind the curtain that much anymore. And I really hope it starts closing. Because I, as much as we, we can get all the shit we want on the, on the internet, right, and understand how pro wrestling works behind the scenes, I don't need fucking you know Vince telling us all the time or oh go on the internet and or go on the network and watch the ride along where you can watch faces and heels ride uh, together and have a great yeah, time. Like you know, I fuck I oh shit. like I'm oh like come on like so if okay. you want to if you want to call it old school, great. I'm again I'm not talking at you guys, but if if you want to call it old school and, and and grown when people say old school, that's fine. But like that worked though, like. That no, I don't. A lot of money. I, I think of it in positive light. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the um, question I wanted to ask about that, just because we were talking about all that, what do you think of? And I'm just going by this because of what I've seen, you know, a lot on the internet as far as from wrestlers, you know, young, <clears throat> young up and coming wrestlers on the indie scene or in Impact or you know wherever, about how they kind of just mock it. And uh, I, for example, one wrestler I saw them say. Uh, I've been off Twitter for a while and I came back on today. Are we still arguing about who fake fights the best? And this is a pro wrestler saying this. What do you think about that? I, I hate uh, that shit. It was the girl wrestler, right? Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Grace. But why, why are you mad at her for saying that? I mean, she was just obviously saying that to get hits, but it's like people are fighting over it. So you can get mad at her comment, calling it fake wrestling or fake fighting. But like, really like people are just carrying on like fucking dorks. Like, honestly, because they're tools, bro. They're fucking it, tools. It, it, you could blame Seth. You could blame Ricochet. You could blame whoever. But bottom line is they're both in different promotions. So it's not like we're all we're going to see them face off anyway. And it doesn't really matter. And really, the jokes on Seth Rollins. And I don't think he really realizes what a dumb shit he looks like, because I get that he's just trying to be a company man. He was probably motivated, you know, to come on, do that or whatever. And then ironically, they probably told him to apologize at the same time. But at the same time, you know, but but again, that's the rumor. That yeah, but that's what kind of to. dumb shit dysfunctional company you're in right now. So, I mean, like, what's the what's the price? I don't mind Seth Rollins doing that. But you know what? Oh, I don't mind Rollins I, doing that. If, if But if I ran my own company, I honestly think I would have some kind of social media clause in their contract or something where it's like, look, I'm not saying I want their social media accounts to be all kayfabe because I think people will shit on that, too. But at the same time, like you could post pictures of you working out by yourself or what you're drinking that day or look at this yes. protein shake I'm drinking. Well, I should shove it up my ass. Like, you know, whatever. That's fine. Or here's a picture of my <laughs> wife that's not in the business or whatever. Or here's my kids. That's fine. That's what social media is for. But whenever they start like hugging each other and it's like, you know, a heel is hugging a face on the social media account or they're all hanging out or whatever. Like, I mean, can't you put a stop to that shit? Well, that's that's kind of what other. I'm referring to, though. That, yeah. That's what I mean. Like all that wrapped up in the bundle. Jordan Grace saying that there's other wrestlers who refer to it as that way too. you know, fake fighting this fake fighting that. But also I lumped that in, too, because I saw another uh, heel wrestler. She posted a picture because it was someone else's birthday. I forget who. But the other wrestler was a face and her saying like, oh, happy birthday to my friend. Thank you for always lifting me. And it's like, uh, you know, th they had a match and the girl was lifting her up. The person she was wishing happy birthday. But it's like all that shit lumped up. I, I, I don't like any of that shit when wrestlers are doing that, when they are, you know, just pushing that they're breaking that right because originally originally it was all kayfabe in the sense that, that we all knew what it was and the wrestlers knew what it was they were all buddies in the background but on tv it was the show it was that's how you draw money from the crowd is you make them suspend disbelief 
or believe in your character. You know, a lot more people are on the internet now than ever before. So the chances of, uh, you know, a picture on the internet, on Instagram or whatever, of a face hugging a heel or just hanging out together, that's going to get seen a lot more. And sometimes news outlets pick that shit up and then post it. So it's like, you know, like, yeah, you're hurting your own product. And I get they're saying fake wrestling because they're trying to be smart and intelligent. If I call it fake wrestling and down it, then nobody could really combat me. And my, my comments so smart and funny and I'm, I'm saying it's fake. So they can't call me fake anymore. Right. So I win. <laughs> you win. What you win a fucking tweet. You win a fucking Instagram post. Like, I think I, a lot of it is because you know, they want to push back against the quote old school. Indie wrestlers too, need their social media accounts to sell merchandise and stuff. And I get that, but right. Like happy birthday <laughs> and all that stuff. Like just cut that shit out. If you want to take and, and you dumb. know what, just cut it out. Like, you know, yes, just, just Joey yeah, Ryan it. only gets on his social media. Whenever people attack him, Joey Ryan actually doesn't really ever try to break kayfabe on it. He breaks it in the ring, which is why Daniel or uh, Joey Ryan, sorry. Uh, Joey Ryan is so <laughs> successful because he tongues and cheeks it. He never really gets on social media and says anything's fake per se he just posts shit of him you know someone grabbing his crotch and him crotch flipping them which you would be like oh fuck it. but he's doing it in the ring the funny thing is is joey ryan is the only one that could do it now a bunch of other people want to do it and that sucks there's always going to be copycats but joey ryan was the first one to do it and joey ryan makes six figures doing what he's doing by the way and so like yeah he's the joke's on us like but at the same time and joey ryan's really talented and really charismatic. And I, the, the thing is, is he is actually doing it on purpose to shit on the wrestling industry because he has the charisma and he has everything that everyone's looking for, but he doesn't want to play the politics a lot. So Joey Ryan's like, I just want to fucking wrestle, man. If you don't want to let me wrestle, then guess what? I'm going to fucking expose it, but I'm going to do it in a way where, you know what I mean? And then that fucking clip went viral the first time in Japan he did the crotch flip thing. I mean, ev- people were covering it on Joe Rogan's podcast, media outlets, like everybody was covering it. And so now it's fun to pull your tampons out and shit and do the thing or whatever. And puke and, down someone's throat or. Yeah, and all fucking, that stuff. And, the, and I'm not saying I like yeah, that. I'm not, I don't I'm like not saying I like that. It's, there's always going to be a product of what happens, unfortunately. There's going to be a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. I get it, you know? But that's why I think the big promo- promotions like WWE, mainly and everybody else just straighten their shit up and you know yeah. just, you gotta have a yin and yang right you gotta have like the, the right way it's done and then you gotta have the wrong way it's done and you can choose in the middle right now all of this and I know because we've gotten the debate on this before all of this is due for WWF sucking they're the only show in town they're the biggest oh, company yeah, they're major sure. national because they suck people now need to go elsewhere and and you know AEW has two shows and they're like oh man they're fucking WWE up they're gonna put them out of business no, some WWE people are really saying that stupid shit that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard but you know what though I blame WWE for those comments because they're the ones that fucking sucked so bad that made that, you know, these wrestling fans don't want to quit. It lowered the standard. They don't want to stop wrestling. A lot of the wrestling audience has stopped watching. You could look at the ratings and and see that and look at attendance. But I mean, like the hardcores are still like, we don't want to go. We don't want to stop watching wrestling. So we're going to love Joey Ryan and his crotch flips. We're going to love the the throwing up in the mouth. We're going to love this. And we're going to love that because we just don't want to go. Don't make us go. God damn it. Like, you know, I mean, but in, in WWE still like, we're going to force you. We're going to 50 50 book. We're going to do this. Where's the, do where's the sideshow wrestling show that has Hogan sucking his own dick in the middle of the ring? I, that is, go, 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 I think go, 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 it's go. called the OWP podcast is where that happens. <laughs> oh, fuck. That, that, all that being I, said, you can say whatever you want. And, and, and to sum it up, you can say whatever you want about Joey Ryan and that type of humor. 
It's because of the WWE, because they're the only show left in town. They bought WCW out in 2001. They bought ECW out, which wasn't really a national company anyway, um, ECW. And so as, as fondly as people remember it, uh, it wasn't. It was an indie promotion. So that I'm fucking deal with it because it was. But it did influence the industry because when it sucked, Paul Heyman, that's how good Paul Heyman is. Like he knew great booking on a national level. He wanted to do that for WCW, but they fucking fired him. So he went and started his own promotion. So, I mean, like, you know, it, it, it ECW had a place. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying like it never rose to national. We think it's this huge legend and it's, it is, but it's not at the same time. But at the same time, now we have Paul Heyman there who could fucking save us if we want. If WWE gets better and they start doing it correctly, and I'm not saying, oh, correctly, just you've never run your own you know, wrestling business. True. But go fuck yourself because I don't care. I've paid enough money. Trust me. And all the monthly pay-per-views I've gotten in the live Where shows. Where their flaws are yeah. fucking obvious. I, I pay front, for my so. opinion. I, I don't buy their houses like people say. I pay for your house, motherfucker, when I buy yeah, a ticket. That's, that's the dumbest comment I've ever heard of. Yeah, I I, I pay for my opinion. When I put money into wrestling, that's why yep. I don't illegally stream stuff. You pay $10 of, a month for it. Um, <laughs> I don't, I pay, I, when WCW and WWF were going at it, I bought both their two pay-per-views a month. I bought like paid fucking money for them. Every now and then I would get ECW here and there. If I thought a good match was going on. And so, and I watched every week and I went to their house shows and I went to pay-per-views and I went to all that stuff. So we bought our opinion by doing that. So that's why I can say it, even though I've never been in the business or I've never ran my own company whatever i've bought my opinion fucker you buy shit in america that's what that's what you do here it's like if you buy a video game if you had a problem with it you can fucking bitch about it because you spent like a 100 bucks on it yeah i fucking bought it so i could say it sucks or i could say it's great so and that's that's the whole point but wwe has driven us all so much over the last five years just the most recent chunk of time i could think of in that you know they they just fucking again they 50 50 booked us they fucking insulted our intelligence they tried to push people down our throats that we clearly booed um whatever happened to that right like remember back in the day wrestlers got paid per like their reaction or whatever like if you got booed and you're a face you didn't necessarily get put up the card or you didn't necessarily get the biggest bonus check right but nowadays it's like nope nope John Cena's my guy. Yeah, I know, but half people are booing him right now. We should do John something. Cena. Whether it's change him heel or do something different, we need to do something. Nope, he's my guy. Okay. Well, Roman Reigns, people are kind of shitting on him right now. Nope, he's my guy. Like, you just, they, they got to this place where it was all business, right? They went public, and now it's different. We've got to answer stockholders and shareholders and blah, 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 and all that stuff. Like, so it, it it's time. It's time to change it back to old school, not to quote what says because i hate that phrase but i mean it's true you have to go back to that because the formula is there just fucking use it use the go back formula. to pro wrestling yes use the fucking formula and guess what i swear to you i swear to you that your attendance will go up and your ratings will go up i swear to you it will, it wouldn't, will. It, wouldn't it be funny if uh, vince just wants everyone to copy the sports entertainment model and then that's that way when everyone's really sick and tired of it even the indies doing it wwe is the one that goes back to emulating a sport and the only one in town doing it that'd be great <laughs> fucking AEW is fucking yeah gimmick battle years, royals and shit yeah AEW is all gimmick battle royals and all the comedy shit and Joey Ryan and then yeah. Vince is like what are you fucking idiots doing it's, it's wins or losses pal what are yeah, we talking, we, what are yeah, we talking about say, wins or yeah. losses matter here well, like, you mean like the president's trying to do to us and ga- fucking <laughs> gaslight all of us and the fucking thinking that what's real isn't what's real isn't well reality isn't reality <laughs> oh god Alex Jones <laughs> uh, Stave dead I think David is. He's given up. Dave quit. Yeah, you guys fucking done. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, I, I, are you guys happy with that? Are you guys fucking? 
Are you guys good with that 20 minutes of bullshit where you sound like every other fucking podcast? You guys good with that? <laughs> sound like a, hey, the, dark, the dark sessions weren't my idea, so don't call it every other podcast. We can go, we no, can go man, back to the old I, I hope you guys are really proud of that, and I want you to release this shit because I, I can't wait to hear the fucking comments about how you sound like every other fucking podcast of repetitiveness and bullshit <laughs> and fucking no structure. And That's what the dark episodes are. Don't get mad at me. I, I really fucking then, hope then you enjoy that. The, I really let's do. Let's do the legacy of Steve Austin right now if that bothers you so much. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Hey, you know what? We can argue about this and we can be cool afterwards, but you guys have to know what you just fucking did. I'm going to fucking call you out on it. (laughs) I'm going to fucking call you out on it. Go back and listen to it and release that shit. So when we do Stone Cold's episode, if I talk about Stone Cold, are you going to be like, I hope you guys are happy. You guys just talked about Stone Cold. No, not at all. Not at all. This, this, and, this, and I this thought you were the mediator. Rails, I thought I'm you were the host. You. I thought you were the I'm just to be telling you. The guy who puts the brakes on. We're having fun now. I thought I thought you were the guy who puts the brakes on. No, man. I want this whole fucking thing to release. I want it. It is going to. It's not. I want to talk right now. I want all the fucking fly. I want it all The dark sessions, we don't edit. Everyone does is watch Ron Smackdown, and they say, well, they could have done this on Raw. It's all everyone else podcast. I'm telling we're, you, man. You guys, we're just you guys talking like, basic, oh, uh, what you know, oh, formulas. Fuck. How how is the first five minutes of the show different than what we just did? We were all saying what we think should change, right? How is it different? I'm not saying the first five minutes. I'm saying the last fifteen. The last fifteen is what 20. we were talking about. It's just it's dark sessions. We're shooting from the hip, right? Isn't that the the theme here? <laughs> no, yeah, that's what. I don't know, Dave. You're the mediator. You tell me. You could have stepped in this any moment, not- and you didn't. <laughs> This is not. I the stepped main, in three uh, times, bro. You talked over me like at least. I, three or not just times. me personally. Cuz had to have talked over you at least once. <laughs> I'll, claim is, twi- uh, I'll claim. I'll claim twice man. on that. But uh, and that's and that's probably true, Jess. Yeah, that's probably you. true. That's hey, all to I be want. Fair, dark matches allows us to. <laughs> that's all you yes, wanted. That's all I want you just me. wanted vindication on the fact yes. that Cuz interrupted God me at least it, once yes, or twice. Dave, you get me. You get me. To be fair, I love you too. Dark matches, so we can have a free for all, regardless, because it's not our normal every every week format. So. This gives us yeah. the uh, you know the the freedom to just no you know what happened because right now wrestling Dave's a bear trap and he fucking set himself in his pile of leaves and he let us walk right over it and he clamped down on our knees and then he's just yeah, like you're gotcha. a bear trap. that's what Dave did fucking lured fucking us no into one likes bear trap bear traps he, Dave knows that we don't uh, edit dark sessions said- we don't edit any of this stuff <laughs> Dave's no Dave knows it's all gonna make the air. If you if you guys don't want to fall into fucking bear traps stop digging holes no I don't and setting them yourself. We're right. just having fun. Hey, we would, hey, to be fair, we would if we weren't recording, we'd still be fucking saying the same shit we just said. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we're not we're not going it is, like it is all true. We just want to Dave, Dave is 50-50 booking and cousin and I are the future and we want prelims. So that's what it is. <laughs> if you want to associate it. I don't think there's any disagreement there. His, his nickname just, is Dave saying, 50-50 booking. Jesus Christ. I felt I almost fell asleep. You guys sang me a lullaby. It was fucking God, great. You would have. It was tender. Because I'd be talking about Alex Jones right now. We'd be fucking going nuts right now. It'd be great. If you didn't fucking come out to spoil the party. And because you asked for him, you're like, where's Dave? Why the fuck would you do that? Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I know. I know. If Dave know, goes Dave away, just, let him go. Dave Dave just buried the podcast. <laughs> no, I didn't bury the podcast. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode there. Dave, Dave uh, took things to another level. He was... Uh, Unhappy with the uh, the content we threw down right there, but you know what? Just like Justin Dave had to in the past, now it's my turn to steer this back on track and back onto the right path. As we conclude this episode, I hope you guys take the time to visit our YouTube channel at Our Wrestling Channel and give us a subscribe if you like the uh, the content that you're hearing, despite what Dave might have said. 
Go back and listen to our past episodes. Last week we released the Legacy of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Great episode. A lot of people are, you know, they're 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 liking it. We're getting some good positive reviews on that one. But we have several others. We have the Legacy of the Ultimate Warrior, the Legacy of the Macho Man Randy Savage. And stay tuned because a week from the release date of this episode, you will get the Legacy of Owen Hart. That's a good episode. So definitely keep that on your calendars. And also give us a follow at OWP2019 on Instagram. And we also have a SoundCloud page where you can also listen to all these episodes. I know that might be more convenient for some of you with YouTube. If you don't have the uh, music YouTube subscription, you have to keep the screen on uh, for the video to be playing. So SoundCloud gives you that ability to download the podcast and listen to them on the go. I know that's pretty convenient for those of you that have long commutes to work. Some of you got to drive two, three hours away from where you live and... Hey, how much better of a companion can you get with you on the road than a pro wrestling podcast? More specifically, our wrestling podcast. Because our wrestling podcast is your wrestling podcast. Until next time.